Welcome to the Salty Geek Podcast. A show of four opinionated nerds talking about everything from comics to games, movies to tech, and science to TV. The first half of the show was filled with discussions of current events in the geek scene, and in the second half we pick a topic and go with it. If you have any suggestions, feel free to shoot us a line at saltygeekpodcast at gmail.com or leave it in the comments section. guys we're back we're here in the room of doom it's been almost a year it's been way too long sorry guys we still love you we 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 wouldn't abandon you like that okay we kind of did did. we kind of did for a minute only one of us did but don't worry about it your favorite guy ian aka renegade warriors here that is me and as you know i am fabricated geek also known as jez i'm d'artagnan also known as misguided musketeer I'm Drake, also known as Zombie of Drake. Well, it's been a long time, guys. Welcome back. It's good to be back in the Room of Doom. Even less foam these days in the Room of Doom. Well, there's still a ton of foam. It's just sitting in the hall. That's true. That's very true. Hopefully most of it's going away soon. We cleaned it out a little bit, just, just you know, for those of you people who have been following us. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's let's get on to our topics here. Uh. The first part. We're just gonna be going over pretty much just tech stuff. I think that's all we got. Uh. I got some Harry Potter news coming up. Um. If you Woo-hoo. like your blacks blacker than black, uh. We'll be talking about that a little bit too. Do you know who you are? Um. Of course, we have your up to the minute VR news, uh, as we're always been known to do. Uh. And then on the second half. In honor of our new panelist, D'Artagnan, we will have Star Wars chat because, well, he's a Wookiee head. Wookiee head? Yeah, just the head. Just the head? Floating around. Disembodied Wookiee head? Exactly. Usually we see the Wookiee without the head if he's wearing that. That's true. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, But we'll be talking about Star Wars and stuff like that in the second half. Yay. Um, so this is actually a topic that I found pretty interesting, but Drake kind of beat me to when we were picking topics mad at you, uh, is uh, really fancy pants data archiving. Okay, so they're talking about uh, eternal data archiving with 5D nanostructured glass. Five. What does 5D mean? Okay, so basically they've got a CD, except that it's made out of fused silica, but instead of just the laser writing a single track onto it, the laser is writing in different layers on that track, and it's also writing in different wavelengths and um, phases. And that's so, that's where you're getting the, the 5D coming from. So mm. it's not just like on a, on a Blu-ray disc or a, or a DVD where you have uh, one layer and then on a different wavelength of light, slightly off, you have the second layer where it runs. And... It's, it's kind of doing the same thing, um, but, but they're also including different polarizations not just wavelengths. Um, and it's apparently the the capacity is about 10 terabytes per 9 nanometers squared. Okay. Yeah. So I've seen more. Uh, no, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no. Um, um, the signal can also be read in multiple channels at the same time, ena- enabling multiplexing. Um, and it's also both erasable and rewritable. But eternal. Okay, so what does this mean to the tech industry? Like, we have solid-state drives, we have them nearing terabytes for affordable prices. What's this going to do? Okay, so so the current estimates are that we're going to generate about 39,000 exabytes of data by 2020. And for those of you who don't know, an exabyte is a lot! Yeah. How much of that is adult content, though? (laughs) It's getting to be less, probably, I'd say, about 7% of that. Yeah, but we all know the porn industry drives technology. Yeah. This this is true. Like, not a joke, guys. Yeah. Look at that. That's not a joke. I know. Um, I I totally thought HD DVD was going to get one over by Vivid Entertainment, but let's not go into my personal life. (laughs) Right. um... It's all about Betamax. (laughs) Whoa. I, I love Baymax. He's so cute and he's so light and like nice hearted and, and I'm so glad that that movie came out. Maybe Fluffy you don't kitty. jump from adult themes to Baymax. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. You're not even my real dad. Are you satisfied with your care? 
<laughs> he is not. He is not uh, satisfied with his oh, care. Oh, it probably exists. I don't. It does. It exists. Rule, what is it? Rule thirty-two. Yeah. Thirty-four. Welcome to 4chan. Thirty-four. I got. I, I got my, my number. Anyway. Wrong. All right. Let's anyway, get back to the cool so, stuff. Right. So, so the benefit of this stuff is that fused silica is very hard to destroy. It lasts a long time as long as you're not like actively hitting it with hammers. Um, it's very temperature um, stable. Stable. Um, right now, a DVD, the data starts going bad in about ten years. Um, not especially, to will kill it. yeah, especially <clears throat> if you don't keep it in a very carefully climate controlled setting, and you so, keep it away from UV light and children, right? Children, yeah. So, so the but, D- the DVDs and the CDs that are sitting in your, you know, um, living room somewhere probably have a have an actual lifespan of 10 to 30 years or so and then the data will become corrupted to the point where it will start to be really noticeable that it's bad um back up your wedding videos yeah back up your wedding (laughs) videos or don't i guess depending on how that's gone (laughs) right just just back it up Just, just back it up right so so the benefit of this stuff is that it will stick around for several thousand years or more um so we could you know some more non-biodegradable stuff when we get the next well, level the, tech yeah so all the headlines that i've read say billions of years right but i'm actually a little skeptical of that just given the earth's going to be consumed you know, in physics flames. yeah um it's kind of like gold records last for a long time until they distort just from you know gravity this will this will last longer than a gold record well yeah yeah mm-hmm. of course yeah. um but uh, but you know t- take take a whole bunch of these you know put them up on the moon in a giant you know vault and they'll be around for the next uh intelligences to evolve on the earth to look at um, <laughs> well at least they won't have to there. question about yeah, what if, kind of porn we watch when you're <laughs> taking decay time into account who knows what could end up happening to uh, yeah well, mess and, with this stuff. And yeah. something exciting about this is actually um, like the best technology we had in the 70s when we were launch- launching the Voyager probes were gold records. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually not entirely gold, but a, a gold alloy. And those are projected to last quite a long time. I don't know exactly right off the top of my head, but uh, the odds of them actually reaching any kind of uh, intelligent life while that record is still intact enough to play are, are astronomically small whereas well, if something I, is lasting billions of years that number is still pretty small but it, you're it dealing with minimal gravity in this case i mean solar radiation is probably going to be your biggest concern now well, it's leaving this it's leaving the solar system right now so true all the it's solar past that yeah the the real <clears throat> problem you have at this point is interstellar hydrogen particles just randomly colliding with mm-hmm. it space pirates Space pirates. If space pirates found it, that would actually be kind of cool because then they'd come raid Earth. <laughs> on the on the downside, Define that would cool. suck because, because then they they're going to come raid Earth. Earth. Yeah, um, well, we've seen Independence Day. I think we know how to handle that. Um, Will Smith to save us all. Give so him, not in this next one. Just give him a cold because yeah. he's in Suicide Squad. Instead. Yeah, I don't. Let's hope that worked out because he's given Ooh. up roles for yeah. crappier movies. Yeah, <laughs> but so it's just Jeff Goldblum. So. It does it's have Jeff Goldblum. Anyway, anyway, if you if you want to know more about the about this stuff, um, look up the uh, Eternal Data Archiving in Five D Nanostructured Glass by the Optioelectrics Research Center at the University of Southampton. There will be a link in the description because I didn't catch any of that. You know, <laughs> woohoo! Woohoo! Hey, uh, hey, Jess. Yeah. Uh, so now that we have five. <laughs> Quit trying to peek at my notes. I want to know what's coming up. So now, <laughs> well, I don't get to do the segue if you're looking at it. So now that we have 5D nanostructured glass that'll last <laughs> for billions of years, your Harry Potter collection is now <gasps> safe. Yay! So now uh, you can take all of your movies and the books and the audiobooks and all of the pictures of you at uh, Harry Potter Hollywood or Magiscala mm-hmm. and keep them forever. Does now, this include what did I just say? Because I just read the notes. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. All right. So for those of you that haven't heard, everyone knows Me. Universal Studios has the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and now Diagon Alley in Orlando. 
which again, as I have said before, if you have not been there, go, it is amazing. But for those of us on the West Coast, Universal Studios, Hollywood. West Coast is best coast. It's true. Just saying. We're the more laid back coast. We're a thousand miles from the coast. There's a salt lake. Gosh. <laughs> That's a coast. We have coasts. There is a tunnel that goes from the salt lake to the ocean. That's why there's sharks in the there, salt lake. Didn't you know that? It's covered in brine shrimp. There That's aren't sharks in there. There's whales in there. There's songs about whaling in the Great Salt Lake. Anyway. anyway. It's also illegal. So tell me how this has to do with, so, with, with the Salt Lake. Come on, bring it around. You can hop on your broomstick or apparate from the Salt Lake to Universal Studios Hollywood and go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter there. They are building it, or I guess have built it, very similar. Uh, they have their ride that they have built in Hogwarts that I cannot remember the name of for the life of me. Um, but basically, you get to play Quidditch with Harry, and then stuff goes wrong. It's a VR... So the plot of the books? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, really. Yeah. Hey, you're bringing <laughs> VR in a little bit too early <laughs> for the podcast. Is, is, is this the ride that was giving people... Um, seizures? Yeah, seizures Probably. and uh, motion sickness. So, so the way they've done it, in this situation. they've managed to get a 3D effect without you having to wear goggles or anything. And they've built it inside of their Hogwarts replica. You get to wander through Hogwarts in order to get to the ride. So when you're standing in line for two hours, you know, you're watching Dumbledore announce who the house winner is. And, you know, the Weasley twins fly around and break stuff and have Mandrake scream at you. It's really cool how they've done it. So instead of animatronics, you have... Some of it's animatronic. Some of it's done on screens that they've managed to make it look 3D. Like, you see the actors walking in front of you, but they're not actually there. Kind of like holograms or Mm -hmm. 3 ds technology, stuff like that. My main hopes, um, since they are rebuilding this ride, is that this one breaks a whole lot less than the one in Orlando. It's really great when it's not broken. It's really awful when it breaks halfway through, and then everything's really weird as you just kind of ride through it with nothing for the rest of the way. Sounds like a metaphor for life. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) But there's been a lot of news in Harry Potter besides just this opening up on April 7th. Um, We have J.K. Rowling has started releasing her information on North American wizards and the school Ilvermorny. Um, yeah, there was a North American there. school. That, that, that is the American like, school. That, that's okay. That's an um, English name for an American school. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> I love her world building. I've been honestly a little disappointed with what she's released, and it seems she hasn't done a lot of research. But it makes me all the more excited for a LARP that is coming up in June that I get to attend called New World Magiscala. It's, Where is that? It's going to be in Virginia, Virginia. Uh, Richmond, Virginia, being held at the University of Richmond. We get to stay in the dorms and go to college classes. And Please tell me that's like an old school college that totally looks like... It looks amazing. Like the archways, stained glasses. It. But it's... do they move? No, they don't. And how's tuition compare to normal bachelor's um, degree? Tuition... <laughs> Was Way more. For me and my husband, who I'm dragging with me, it was about $1,000 plus our airfare out there. So which... 14 times cheaper than normal. Pretty much. Well, so, it's also yeah, a weekend like way cheaper than versus I'm still, <laughs> three months. Everyone's still awaiting our house assignments very eagerly. Um, so that should be fun. They have built a fantastic world. This is a sister LARP to the College of Wizardry that was held in Poland and is still being held out there. Which, that, that one ended up breaking quite a lot of records, didn't it? Yeah. Not, not only in like production cost, but turnout. And so New World Magiscala like broke some records as well. So their original Kickstarter goal was like 83,000. That sold out within the first five minutes. Then they released more tickets. At the end, they raised over $300,000 to Jesus. run this LARP four times. Well, Damn. So, Damn. Like... And that was their first Kickstarter. They did another one after for their book of North American cryptozoology stuff. So what I'm hearing is when, if we start a LARP, we need to find something that is really popular and then do a Kickstarter. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Slightly change enough you can't get sued and then do a Kickstarter. There we go. Yeah, we need to get rid of this original property. Pretty much. 
Should I segue into the uh, Paramount thing? Speaking yeah. of lawsuits and original properties. Yes. Okay, so Tell me about tell me about it. Right. So Paramount is currently trying to stop the production of a fan fan made, crowdfunded via Kickstarter again, Star Trek prequel film on the grounds that it violates the studio's ownership of the copyright. Um there's Boom. a problem. The judge was like, Okay, prove it. And they were like, um, wait, what? <laughs> um, so the in 2014, the film Prelude to an Axar, uh, it, it, they basically want to cover the missions of the First Federation warship, and it takes place during the childhood of James Kirk, but well away from him. Paramount contends that it definitely shares a universe with every other Star Trek film and movie. But is that actually the Star Trek universe or not? Because they've changed timelines and dimensions and <laughs> ethnicities literally everything so many times God. <laughs> yeah i knew what you were yeah. talking about i just wanted somebody to yell it oh Fair. right i only do um, that at bachelorette parties oh got it right so, so paramount was claiming that this the, the this infringes upon thousands of copyrights and the anaxar team asked which ones because they couldn't find them and paramount was left looking like idiots in the courtroom. So now they have to go prove that it is, you know, actually their copyright, actually their universe. That it's and their earth, their everything. Their, their earth, their everything. And and there's kind of a joke to be made here about, like, the second best Star Trek uh, <laughs> film being Galaxy Quest. Oh, you know? yeah. mm -hmm. Classic. Uh, it, which, you know, you could argue that Galaxy Quest is, in fact, Star Trek. So what's going to happen once they do define exactly what Star Trek is? We'll what? sue Tim Allen. <laughs> oh, Boom. Poor Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, he, he needs more trouble. Oh. <laughs> so, so basically, Paramount has to, you know, put everything together, you know, in a, on the giant wall of crazy with pushpins and yarn style, <laughs> you know, to explain what is actually theirs and what's going on. And if they can't actually manage to do that to the judge's satisfaction, then the fan movie can go ahead totally unedited, claiming, you know, to be Star Trek with, you know, Star Trek names and everything else going on. Awesome. It's actually, um, plot of Star Trek 3 is actually just Paramount trying to prove they own it. That's all they're doing. <laughs> I think that that would have made a, a better movie than Into Darkness. Still a better love story than Twilight? Yeah. Exactly. So, well, so, True. So, True fact. <laughs> This is actually kind of making Disney's decision uh, with with Star Wars seem very much more sane because they're like, okay, so there's all of this stuff and now it's all, you know, just stories in the universe. None of it's none of it's canon except for the movies. That's it. And the TV shows. And the TV shows. And, the TV, the... and any books that have come out since they made that announcement. Yes. Right. But at least and that's... And any comics that have also come out since they made that announcement. I was just going to let you go you here. <laughs> yeah, we'll you just hold go on. off on that. Just keep going. <laughs> no, that's about it. There's, just, there's a list already of, like, here's everything that's canon now. And it's mainly just the uh, Clone Wars and Rebels, Clone Wars movie, the seven movies now, and any books and comics that have come out since, since then. like Very Tarkin, fire. I think, or something. Well, they like that, um, yeah. in in canon they also included the new, um, uh, help me out here, visual Guys. dictionary. The new visual dictionary. Guys, second half. Second, uh, second half. Dang it! Right. Dang it! Dang it! We'll talk about Fine. that later. Speaking about space, which is very black and dark. It is very black and it is very dark. In fact, you could say the blackest and the darkest. Yeah, it's, but you wouldn't want it's to. It's really not the blackest. I, I don't know. You know I think, what's blacker? What? Vanta Black's new spray. I think we were just as cheesy as we possibly could be. <laughs> I think we've just reached morning show levels of All cheesy. Right. You underestimate there, my segments. There's segment. not enough fart sounds for that. But I could no, add like some Kelly, later. Kelly, yeah, there we well, I'll add some fart sounds in later. No. So, <laughs> so tell tell me about how I can make my clothes even blacker than black. Well, um, so a couple years ago, Vanta Black company came out. And came out with this really fancy material that is the blackest black that's ever existed, as far as we can tell. Black, um, black, 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 exactly. number one. Okay, um, it is less reflective than what they use in the Hubble telescope to reduce interfering light. Uh, made out of, uh, what was it? It's, uh, Some carbon? Carbon nanotubes. nanotubes. Yeah. Nanotubes. So, what's fun talk, is talk about bleeding edge technology. By the way, right? I think that stuff's Tubes. only been viable as a research 
material for about 10 years. No, it's 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 been research material for like 30, but it's only been like commercial applications. They started 10 years ago and only really became viable about five years ago. Well, and it's figuring out how to make them longer. Is this one of the that's really always what it's things. figuring right. out. Right. So, well, Vantablack actually doesn't care about length. Short... Vantablack doesn't. Space elevators do. Yes. <laughs> we'll get to space elevators later. Yay! <laughs> so, um, now, so, like, can you can you articulate how black it is? Uh, very. What it, it 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 absorbs light at a staggering ninety nine point nine six five percent ratio. It's enough that if you look at pictures of it, your brain has trouble actually processing because we're so used to there being moons or starlight or some bit of ambient light on not that unreflective yeah. material, so your brain can't process the non-existence of that light. Yeah, yeah. If, if you, you look it you up, see... it looks like somebody went into Photoshop and Photoshopped out the Vantablack. Yeah, yeah. You, see, you see a silhouette of whatever's been coded. So, you know how there are rooms that they absorb sound so thoroughly that you can hear your own heartbeat. Yeah. We have one of those uh, here in Salt Lake. Yeah. And people will end up going a little bit crazy the longer that they have to sit in there. I want one of those rooms where they coat (laughs) and paint the every everything in Vanta Black. Is this for 17 year old Jez? No, I just want to know what would happen when you stick someone in there. Well, see, what I wonder is... then you would have the auditory senses going insane and your visual senses losing it. Like, I, I've always would wondered we about break the... someone? Would we create the Joker? <laughs> the going crazy thing always seemed weird to me because people who go deaf don't immediately start going crazy from it. So I'm wondering why that would happen in a sound-deprived room. Because you can still hear yourself. Well, but, like, it's... like your internals, it lets you tune into that. Yeah, you start hearing Fair your enough. heartbeat. You hear the blood move through your mm-hmm. earlobes. You you hear your saliva every time you move your mouth slightly. I already do that. Yeah, well, no, but that, it, it, would... it doesn't it doesn't count. Like you know, just bad hygiene doesn't count. That explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, bad news in terms of actually getting remade of this because right now the only way to get this is to send it into them because it's a multi step process that I'm pretty sure they're going to keep pretty proprietary as long as they oh, can. Yeah. Uh, until they can make money off commercializing it so more. So we need a shipping container, a lot of foam, and a lot of mantle. Yeah. Yeah. Also, or we also need to make it. friends at Surrey Nanosystems. Yeah. Also, it doesn't flex very well, from what I understand. Yeah, so it's not, clothing's it, not going to be made out of it for a while. You can't... Oh, sorry, uh, goths. Damn it. 17-year-old Jess is also sad. Oh, it doesn't yeah, take a brain. 17, 18-year-old. Oh, no, my God. Because if you got happen. hit, it would scrape oh, off pretty right. immediately. <laughs> Depends what you make the base layer of the armor out of, though. Yes. Think about it. Carbon nanotubes? Well, it's... Carbon fiber. Carbon fiber are coated in carbon nanotubes. Right. Well, yes. the, the, pro- the problem yeah. is, that, is that it doesn't take abrasion, like, at all. No. So... Get R&D you know, on it. Get... Wind-blowing leaves against it will apparently severely Im- impact the effect. Well, that's just disappointing. Well, that, you can always do... How are we supposed to go to concerts? Clear carpet. <laughs> clear carpet. Clear co- I think that would totally... I want this effect. turned into makeup... <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be terrifying. I need some incredibly Can you imagine for stagehands? How nice that would be for stage. <laughs> I'd love if I jumped to theater attack, but that's my first thought. Is... Actual ghosts walking around, basically. They yeah. would just be these voids. Zentai suits. Zentai suits. <laughs> oh, dear. Don't give them any ideas. Uh, no, no, I will. And then I'm going to buy a whole bunch and use them for NPCs. That would be like the perfect uh, Mr. Um, what's his not? The watch thing. Name I can't remember. Watch Game and Watch? Roshark? Game and Watch. Mr. Game and Watch. Mr. Game and Watch. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mr. the ultimate do, Mr. Game and do you know, Watch. Do you, know what, uh, do you know what would be the ultimate Game and Watch? What? Game and Watch in VR. What? You can totally, what? You can totally like look down at your VR arm and play a Mr. Game and Watch. Watch. Just get all Inception-y. <laughs> in the VR. Game and Game and Watch. It's true. It's very true. Uh, although there has been some exciting stuff happening in the VR sector, if you're not paying attention to it. Uh, the Vive nope. has released uh, for pre-order. Does it only not happen if you're not paying attention to it? What yeah. happens if you start paying attention to it? Does it, it ceases to exist. It shit. It, yeah, sorry. It, it only you just ruined it. It only happens. It. We can't tell anyone then it. because I want this to happen. <laughs> we'll get this, there. Okay. What was announced we'll, at GDC? We'll get there. Um, well, so we have, um, the, the Vive, which is the, the HTC slash Steam, uh, platform, 
was put out for pre-order, um, and it is a hundred dollars more expensive than the Oculus, so it's sitting at uh, at seven hundred dollars. Uh, for terrible that. for VR. Uh, also, uh, not AR, to be left too far behind in the dust, uh, the PlayStation VR has also announced their uh, their price, and they're coming in at three forty nine. Now, the problem with the, the PlayStation ones, you also have to have a PS4. I don't think it's cross-compatible. Right. And I do think they specifically said, like, the hardware's not as great. Like, it was made to be it is, slightly lower-end, mm-hmm. more It, it is the low-end. It yeah. is the low-end. So, uh, as far as, like, the, the hierarchy goes, the, the PS4 is the lowest. Uh, the Oculus Rift is about in the middle, uh, as as is shipped. Uh, yeah. I can't say... Uh, I thought Google Once, Cardboard was the lowest. Uh, that's not even... Depends on your <laughs> phone. <laughs> you know, that Depends on if it drains your phone's battery that, in one go. That is, Yeah, that happened to me when I tried it out. Just killed my battery we, in we can tell that story five in a second. seconds. And then the, the Vive is going to be the high end. The Vive comes with the controllers uh, packed into it, as well as two cameras. So that explains kind of the cost difference yeah, there. More um, hardware. I don't think any of these platforms are going to make money. Maybe the PlayStation one because they're selling you a PlayStation along with it. And they might not, but I think a lot of it is at this point the developer kits didn't push enough people to start making games, so they want to get it out there because once the technology is in hand of people, then developers will start actually, hopefully, making. making. And I should make it clear, that last statement kind of sounded like you get a PlayStation for $349. If you want the PlayStation and the PlayStation VR, it's going to be $792. Yeah, uh, unless they end up with a bundle. A if you have, yeah. if you already have a PS4, that's great. If you're like me and you spent two thousand dollars on a computer, I'm going Oculus. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna do both. You gonna do both? Maybe no. I'm that's... gonna steal my brother's Oculus because he's getting one. There you go. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, amongst our friends group, I think we'll be, probably be able to try out all of them. What's yeah. going to be really interesting, and this is going to sound awful, is the amount of people <laughs> that are going to end up getting injured. Within the first few months. Of oh, release. it's going to be like oh. the Wii all over again. Do you remember because all the warnings so, that no, came out with the Wii? <laughs> okay, so I have experience with this now. Um, during Sundance Film Festival, they had a couple huge VR exhibits that were up there for free. So I actually got to try some of this out. Uh, one of the ones I did, it was based with an Oculus Rift. Um, the woman who programmed everything was out of, I think, France. Um, and she had... There were, it was a small room. There was IR cameras all around the room and a whole bunch of various objects with little sensors on them mm-hmm. that the cameras would pick up and it would throw it into the VR reality for you. Nice. So you'd actually be able to go and grab what you were seeing, assuming everything was lining up perfectly. Not everything would line up perfectly. <laughs> so there was like, you'd have your arm in front of you and it would look like it was a few inches further from you than it actually was. So grabbing things was really difficult, Yeah, which was fun because this was a puzzle game. You had to grab the things that you were finding <laughs> and shove them in this box in a specific order in order to unlock the levels and go elsewhere. But it was a ton of fun. However, my friend who I was doing this with, because it's a two player game, Decided that he wanted to be a dick and push me off a ledge at one point. He went to push me, thought he was going after my shoulder. (laughs) The heights were not matched up and he got a handful of boob. Yeah. Which he just panicked. Can you show everyone at home where exactly? (laughs) Yeah, uh, no. (laughs) And then the other part, and this is why I'm convinced people are going to get so injured. There was a part where we were going through this little cave and there was all these spiders everywhere. I am a huge arachnophobe. And so I'm ducking through and I'm like, fuck it, I just need to get over this. And I booked it through there and went to brace myself against the brick wall at the end. Oops. And there was no wall there. So I went to suddenly stop and put out my hands and just kept going. Oh, no. And it was the trippiest thing <laughs> because my mind, according to what I was seeing, was like, you're falling through a wall. You're glitching. You should. You yeah. just glitch through the wall. Like the amount of. So you're basically in Skyrim. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's gonna Clipping. mess with people pretty hardcore. So Ubisoft games are gonna be really tough. Yeah. Is that what you're really now, tough. Or, or or the the problem that I encountered a while ago was that this was up at the Use Research Lab a long time ago. Um, the problem that you'd have would was that you would walk into objects. 
mm-hmm. that weren't there in game, but if you didn't very carefully clear out the area, it's the exact opposite problem. Yeah, which is very likely for people at home. No, yeah. one of the answers, coffee tables. Yeah. One of the answers to this, um, and and it's also one of the reasons why the Vive is so much more expensive. It actually has a front facing camera, and they have what's called uh, oh, what is it called? Like the it's, warning. It's a uh, it's like a room sense. Yeah. is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And essentially what it does is, so if you have a table in front of you, say, and you have your glass of water right there, it'll actually, inside of the VR, it'll project a faint blue outline from that oh. front-facing camera showing you where things are. It's not going to be good enough. You're not going to be able to read the letters right. on your keyboard. But you'll see the But outline. you'll see from... the keyboard. That'll be um, interesting. You'll, you'll be able to see if you're going to run into your coffee table, your toddler, your dog... Your dart loses um, a bit of the immersion, but probably safer. Uh, yeah, and well, and you can turn it off on. You can change the intensities up and down. Uh, I I don't think that that's going to end up being exclusive to the Vive. Uh, the IR cameras are uh, part of every system, yeah. and in which case you can also do room mapping and stuff yeah. like that with it. So I think as the technology gets better, that's going to become well, even less and less of a problem. But like with the, the Wii, how many people are going to throw right. a nunchuck into a uh, in, in, into a into a TV? Right. Yeah. <laughs> TV, um, sliding glass doors, windows. So something I'm wondering about is is the old the old VR systems that I had some experience with were ludicrously uh, disorienting. Yeah. Um, and and so <laughs> like like in the lab there was actually a couch there for you to sit on after you were done to get used to your body again. Yeah. A, a lot of that is frame rate issues. Lags. So like if your head moves from left to right, but there's a lag, like you get motion sickness immediately because your input is not matching your sensory yeah. input. That makes a lot That's, of sense. Yeah. That's that, there's, actually, there's actually an interesting side thing about that is that the exosuit I worked on uh, functioned via force feedback. And so you'd also get that like, you, you move your arm and then there's the, a you know eighth a, of a second delay before yeah. the robot arm moves with you. Yeah, the, the, that's the reason why um, all of these things require such high end hardware to mm-hmm. run yeah. because you need to hit a ninety hertz refresh rate inside in order to match uh, uh, per- perceivable differences. In, well, and in, if you wore it exclusively, the brain would probably have enough plasticity to adjust well, to it. That's but just it. it. You're, the... you're getting it down to a certain nanosecond yeah. scale. Um, it would just take a while, one... and then you would still get disoriented going back. One thing that I think is going to be really cool with the growth of VR, though, is not games, but documentaries. That's going to be really yeah. cool. One of the things that I got to see there was a documentary on buffalo and i got to bring home this google cardboard and it's on youtube so i got to have these guys try it out oh dear and you're standing there in the middle of this herd of buffalo and it's the coolest thing and then you turn around at one point and you have you're face to face with a massive buffalo that's staring you and like licking the the camera Uh then you have to hurry and like press a b jump a b like it's an action thing yeah and and as long as you hit that on time it's fun to watch people watch this because they will stumble backwards they will hit whatever's in front of them it's it's great i almost fell out of my chair actually uh if if yeah. My friend so, who was doing this almost hit the person that was just standing in front of him walking by. <laughs> that was good. All right, guys. So quick before we go to break, uh, we're pushing a little bit of time here. Um, and give me your just first reaction to the new Indiana Jones news. Yay. Uh, Drake? Uh, and? I, eh, I, I'm, I was okay with Indiana Jones. I wasn't like a super fan of it. So I love Indiana Jones. The first three. The first three. I could hey. do without aliens. Listen, I don't want to say aliens. it's aliens. Aliens. But it's aliens. Yeah. Crystal Go. Skull wasn't my favorite, but I didn't like absolutely hate it. It was just kind of meh. It it was like the more I thought about it, the less I liked it. It was kind of like Man of Steel that way. The more uh, I thought about see, it, see, my the thing less is okay. So the first three were all based on Christianity, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they, now yeah, yeah, in they, the future, I was like, okay, I don't mind that this isn't based on Christianity anymore. Now yeah, I don't it's mind based that. on some other possible mythos. So I was like, okay, I don't mind that it's aliens. Once but I got thought of it that way, there's so much more you could have gone with with the whole area that they were in, the culture <laughs> yeah. that they were drawing from. There was. It wasn't like the and best choice. And instead they just but... pulled aliens instead of some other supernatural force like it's always been. Well, and it was just done so poorly 
the ants and the monkeys. The, yeah. the ants were yeah. the the lead lined refrigerator BS. The... Oh, I like that, that part. I liked. Oh fun. come on, it was awful. It was that, no, that, cheesy enough yeah. to have fit with the originals. The, yeah, best, the best part of that was the um, Easter egg in Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The uh, <laughs> the guy with the hat and the in the refrigerator. Yep, uh, that is radioactive. Well, awesome. All right, guys. So I think we're going to take a short little break here and we'll pop on back and we'll get Dart going on Star Wars. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Everybody, welcome back. Hi. Hello. All right, so guys, I got this fear. Oh no. Yeah, it's really bad. I'm really worried about it. So the Batman the animated series was like a huge part of my childhood. Yeah. About uh the Joker, uh famously voiced by Mark Hamill. I have not heard Mark Hamill really in anything other than that role aside from a few token roles that he's played in movies since you know then and i'm i'm really worried that on the next star wars all i'm going to hear is joker i'm really scared about it guys <laughs> have you never watched metalocalypse i have not ever oh. watched well what? yes but not seriously he does the voice on that he does a lot Mediocre. of voices that you don't know it's him that that's Here, probably here's the thing he's a really talented voice actor I don't think his Luke voice is going to be his Joker voice. Yeah, no, his that voice is just his voice. That's not what I'm worried yeah. about. It's just I'm so used to his inflections. Quick side note, well, not to take away from Star Wars, but there's rumor that he's going to be doing Killing Joke that, animated. He and Kevin Conroy. That is true. And is, that, is, I, is it confirmed? Yes. Okay. Last and I heard I'm, it was. I am super excited about that. I am also that. I am. I just love the animated Batman movies. I, that's I love that's them true. so They're much. The best of the Batman movies. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not Red here to Hood. talk about Batman. No, we are not. We're here to talk about Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. And Mark Hamill, speaking of, you guys were telling me about how he is just like a giant troll. He is. <laughs> um, he's really fun to follow on Twitter because most of what he posts is just various forms of trolling. Um, he recently posted a Vine where he was just Jedi mind tricking people to go bother Harrison Ford. Go bother Harrison like that. Ford. Like, that's just... Jeez. I can, um, I can just imagine Harrison Ford just being all like, "Get out of my Twitter!" Exactly. That's I very think he Batman. knows. Wh- it is very Batman. You want to hear my Batman? No. Does it sound like you're Harrison Ford? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's also been not so subtly hinting that there's some lineage between Luke and Ray in the movies, which of course could go either way because that could just be him messing with people, yeah. or it could be him pretending to mess with people to also distract or. Life is chaos, any outcome is possible. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past him. And, and we've seen this kind of trolling in movies before where people are just like, yeah. He, he truly has just played the Joker for too long. And he's just... <laughs> he's he's just running fallen. this massive social experiment on all of us. He's just falling right like, into it. He's one of the only Joker people who hasn't been all like, oh, I've gotten so dark and crazy and yeah. brooding. Because Jared Leto's currently trying to... Uh, oh my god. Tr- currently trying to pull that with his... PG-13 Joker. Well, so here's the thing. He is the one who plays the Joker like a Joker. Yeah. Not this dark, twisted, Frank Miller ruining Batman kind of (laughs) dark and broody and there's no light in the world. Like, he's twisted. There's a whole lot of dark, but he's also funny. Like, yeah. He also wasn't allowed to kill anybody in the animated version. Yeah. Yeah. It well, that was also he wasn't. For you kids. weren't allowed to kill anybody on screen, but you yeah. could infer <laughs> that death was happening. You could imply the death. So was really, a lot of we could like, infer. like in a lot of Disney movies, people died a lot by falling off of things mm. or onto things. Or on, well, no. Or you know what kind of changed that? Avatar. Avatar. 
We're so not talking about that, but what the man. M Night Shyamalan? No, Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> oh. There was I some I heard that that got pretty violent, but I haven't watched it yet. Ooh, yeah, I want to. Just yeah, something haven't... about blood boiling or something. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that yet either. Blood pending. Anyway, so, moving back to Luke. Uh, yeah, Luke. Luke. Just Luke, a side Luke. note: Star Wars just Luke started War. their "This Is Madness" uh, March Madness bracket. <laughs> this is madness. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't Tatooine. <laughs> So if you uh, if you go to starwars.com slash this is madness or just their website, currently it is uh, Luke Skywalker versus Harrison Dula from Rebels uh, oh, for the light goodness. side, and then Palpatine versus Asajj Ventress from Clone Wars. Oh my god! And they have you know brackets set up. There's actually prizes if you Wait, like Star Wars is giving out prizes for people to vote. Actually, beating Ventress. Yeah, of course he what is. What the hell? Most people will, like, historically, the movie characters do better than the TV but show Ventress ones. is so kick-ass. She and is, especially is if you've awful. read Dark Disciple. If you haven't, go read it, because it yeah. uh, ends her story canonically. Okay. And it's very good. She was seriously, like, my favorite character in that yeah, series. Yeah, no, it's a good arc for her, if you ever want to. So, so speaking yes. of, of contests here, um, here, here's a question that was posed to me uh, a little while ago, is... Uh, Anakin Skywalker yeah. before he became Darth Vader. Okay. So say during that last fight, uh, versus during Luke, which last fight? The the one uh, above the lava. Because he became Darth Vader when Palpatine knighted him. He killed all the kids Be- before he lost his shit. Okay. That? Okay. Does that count? Before he yes, turned but he is into Vader a, when he is on Mustafar. B- before he turned into a six foot tall asthmatic black man. Um, <laughs> Fair. He's the anti-Michael Jackson. He is the anti-Michael Jackson. Shaman. Although I don't think Michael Jackson got any shorter. I don't know. I think the whole setting yourself on fire on accident has to do something. That as... might have something to do with it. But okay, so... That grow. So that Anakin... Yes. Uh, versus the uh, return of the Jedi just after, like right before the end credits, Luke Skywalker fight. Um, Who's going to win? How in depth of an answer do you want? Well, we got about thirty minutes to kill, so okay, so have at it, my friend. <laughs> Darth Vader, when he got his limbs chopped off, and I could be completely off on this, but this is my understanding. Midichlorians, which oh, everyone no. hates, but I don't personally care about, uh, are in your bloodstream. So when you lose three limbs, you kind of lose a lot of your midichlorian count, which is your ability to use the Force. So Darth Vader is still one of the more powerful, but he did kind of. Lose a lot of potential. Well, he there. lost. Oh he God. lost a lot. No, no. Does losing blood mean you lose midichlorians? <laughs> do they not like regenerate I with your blood? I think they do. But if you suddenly have like a few liters less blood because you have that much less like flesh to inhabit. Now I'm curious. Like, or are a set number of midichlorians attracted to you, no matter how many limbs you have? And I'm not sure on that. That, that is a question for Pablo Hidalgo. Who you can bother on Twitter and he won't answer. I will totally bother him on Twitter. No, he, he won't he's answer. fun to follow on Twitter if you don't, but he's um, part of the Star Wars storyboard team, one of three people, yeah. I think. So he's one of the guys who decides a lot of what's canon and what's not. I will be really so. upset if they screw so, over women that much because female Jedis are awesome. <laughs> well, well, okay, the hang, on, hang on. Ones hang might on. not have that so, issue. Yeah, okay, so if we're talking not about like body ones. mass and just blood size and everything, like Yoda. I mean, hands down, I don't think anybody's going to argue. Qui-Gon says highest concentration of midichlorians, not highest midichlorian count, I think. So, yeah, it's got to be, okay. like, a concentration. So, really, your body size and them don't matter. I think what really slowed uh, post-quadriplegic uh, <laughs> uh, Darth Vader down was the, was the fact that his suit was built to limit him. A little bit. It was um, built to be uncomfortable and, I don't know if like limiting is the right word, but like really ungainly. I guess yeah, physically, yeah. It, it slowed him down. Yeah. Uh, it changed it. It made his breathing dependent on like some really low-end hardware. Yeah. I mean, if in a, in a universe where General Grievous, with all of his lung problems, can right. breathe better than Darth Vader. Uh, and I think a lot of that had to do with Palpatine not wanting Vader to actually be as right. powerful as Anakin we also have to remember how good Anakin is, such was at tinkering with hardware and building stuff. That's true. He could have fixed his respirator if he wanted could to. Have I think didn't. right. So I think there could be something else going on there. Yeah. It's just the he couldn't have the black emo hair or anything <laughs> like that. We all know this is where Kylo Ren's getting it from. Clearly, it skipped a generation. Clearly, clearly it did. 
So I'm I'm just loving the mental image of, you know, Anakin just standing off to the side, screaming at Kylo Ren. Right. No, you would no, no, stop it. Stop <laughs> You're an idiot. On you hand, suck. I think he definitely would be upset with that. On the other, I think he would just feel so shitty watching, you know, his grandson get manipulated and essentially mind-controlled into repeating his mistakes. Well, like, yeah. Well, and at the same time, Anakin was never taught the art of ascensions. Um, he was never taught how to actually deal with being an ascendant Jedi. True. Right, and that gets a little tricky because... That does get tricky because it starts messing with stuff that is probably yeah. no longer canon. You well, want to explain that a little bit for okay. those who aren't huge Star Wars <laughs> so, nerds listening? What? Clone there Wars. are not Star Wars nerds listening. <sighs> I can't remember if it was the last season or if it was the last episodes. Yoda ends up on some weird force planet, basically learns how to become a force ghost, teaches it to Qui-Gon <laughs> indirectly because he's also, because he figured it out or something. I think he figured it out first. And then Yoda later went to the planet, learned it from him, slash the creepy things, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah. And then at the end of Revenge of the Sith, you know, Yoda tells Obi-Wan, oh, you got some studying to do with Qui-Gon. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, at the end of um, Jedi, you have either um, Sebastian Stan or Hayden Christensen show up, depending on which version you're watching. <laughs> um, as a, so as he a obviously person. learned at some point, or he, like, piggybacked off of, or something. I don't well, know if there's an explanation. Be, he could be just as adept with the Force enough that he could manifest. It could be. But maybe not directly interfere. But then again, who knows? Maybe the dark side can get to well, there Force Ghosts. are rumors that yeah. Hayden Christensen is in the next movie. Which would make some sense, because maybe, uh, you know, maybe Anakin's return a bit at the end of Jedi was just a, a, a short jump back into the light side, and then after he became one with the uh, with the Force, he then went back to being dark side. I, that is one thing I did like about the new movie, is it kind of showed that being light side or dark side is an actual pull. I, I think was one of the things mm -hmm. where Kylo was, you know, he he just wants to be on the yeah on the dark side, but he's feeling the pull to the light. Right, he's actually having to struggle to stay to in the dark stay side. In the dark, which, which I, I think is something that wasn't quite fleshed out in the original. A film. little bit in Revenge of the Sith, a little bit, depending on how you're looking, how you interpret how yeah. he's being. Like it kind of seems like he's almost forcing himself to just out of desperation, and then it just gets far enough along that like you know he's convinced himself not to. Yeah, I, I think we figured out who the big Star Wars nerds in us four are. Well, yeah, you guys. I think we. <laughs> I mean, we have the one who dresses up as Chewie at conventions. That's true, he does. And I'm just a nerd. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of how it just mm -hmm. goes. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of Force Awakens. Yes? Theories on Rey. Theories on Rey. Specifically why they had Ewan McGregor as... come in and do voice act voiceovers Ooh. for that. Did he? Yeah. yeah. He said, when so she had steps. the flashback, oh, that was him. Uh... The Ray was no, you're right, you're right. I do remember reading mm -hmm. this. Because they took the him saying afraid some from something unused in A New Hope. Yeah. I think New Hope, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about this. There's a lot of like Easter eggs and stuff inside you also of her hallucination after Yoda. she gets yeah. the... Right, because the... hallucination goes through Cloud City. It follows kind of the path of Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. Or Luke's, depending on who you want to count it as. Lannikin's. Yeah. The Skywalker saber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the first two trilogies are the story of Anakin Skywalker, really. Yeah. Uh, really, um, it's kind of... Or how the Skywalkers screw up the galaxy. <laughs> I, yeah. I just want Luke to... All I want is, is in the opening to the next movie for him to go like, there was a hand with that. Right. Did you get that? <laughs> Does that come with it? <laughs> Did you bring my hand back? But yes. Ray's lineage. There's a lot of theories on that right now. Mm -hmm. uh, you, well, I think they did a pretty good uh, job of covering up a lot of what you might think is obvious. Yeah. Um, of course, there's, you know, Mark Hamill out there going, you know, oh, man, I'm so wink. proud of you. If you are one of mine. Uh-uh. <laughs> wink, wink. Mm -hmm. But then again. I honestly think part of why they made that movie line up so closely with the original one 
is because they want to throw people off yeah. while still giving them that nostalgic feel to get them back into it. Do you know what would ruin it for me? Is if she was an immaculate conception like Anakin was. <laughs> It'd be full circle. <laughs> it would be full circle. Oh, man. No, I just wouldn't be surprised if it was just happened to be no one of importance and they're just letting people like stir up whatever they want. That and would be just pretty to, like, interesting. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you haven't even seen this character before. I, I think that would be really interesting. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm really excited for the next movie. This is one of those like, hey, we're drudging up some movie from a long time ago and making more of it that didn't suck. Well, yeah. the the next movie that isn't the um... Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rogue One. I, you know, and they're doing the 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 prequel for Han Solo. Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about that. How I'm not super that? on board with any of the short cast lists they put out, but mm. we'll see. It might still be like, I don't know. I, I I don't know have enough info to really say whether I like it or not because yeah. it's just so much. It's just rumors. The only thing we know is it's a Han Solo, young Han Solo movie. Yeah, Drake. I I don't know. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see Rogue One. See. Um, more of the Battle of Midway in space. In yeah. space. Um, because they can't tear themselves away from that. Uh, <laughs> we get to see many Bothans die. Huh? Many we, Bothans. We get to see many Bothans die. Okay, for those of you at home who haven't seen Force Awakens, shame on you. I'm going to talk about a little bit of spoilers. Yeah, you guys probably um, shouldn't be listening. Yeah. You probably shouldn't have been listening a bit ago. Also, go watch yeah. it. What's your problem? We actually haven't thrown too many spoilers. That's true, but yet. it's been what, like four months? This is your warning. Three, so, two, one. So the the reason why I'm uncomfortable with the whole Han Solo thing is like after watching him die, like that kind of to me feels like that's the end. Like that needs to be the end of Han Solo. And now we're just gonna go watch him be young again, and it's yeah. it's gonna it's gonna kind of take away from from the whole from the whole thing for me. I don't know. I was I was taking bets at work um, about whether or not he's actually dead. Because oh, right. he just fell off a chasm, and that does not mean you're dead in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah, he, got, he got stabbed and stabbed, stabbed through the heart by my own okay. son. <laughs> Darth Maul got cut in half. He still survived. Yeah, he, he got, got robot legs. Yeah, he Did got he? cut in half, in, thrown in. down a thrown down a exhaust shaft in canon you know okay luke got a limb cut off and thrown down a shaft (laughs) this is common for star wars (laughs) the amount of limbs that get chopped off chopping off limbs doesn't kill people stabbing and frying someone's heart is probably gonna kill someone it was a stomach it was pretty low there have there have been studies about this well and then he blew up low on the app. Well, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then you know, the whole and then the whole place planet blew up. Blew up. Right. The, but the, the enough people evacuated. <laughs> yeah, the 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 question I have is where is um Captain Phasma? Right. Because she got thrown down yeah. a shaft. And they have said she's coming back. Oh, and definitely. If, and if well, she better come back cuz I wanted to see more. I know, I want right? more. I want to actually Christy. do something instead of instead of the the guy who like throws down and goes traitor and starts fighting uh, yeah, T one eight R. That 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 should have been Phasma. No, 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 no. How, do you know the story behind that? I don't. Oh, Start it's amazing. Fill us in because it's amazing, and Which I know you know it. Part like the backstory yeah. on who the guy is. They okay. know each other. So been Finn, friends for a long time. Well, I figured just, Finn was part know, of a whole, like, four person squad, and they didn't like him. He'd never been given like a code name or anything like that. Yeah. Um. So basically, like, he was just kind of an outcast in that group, which is another reason why. Poe giving him a name like meant so much to him and why they broke out so fast. Right. Um, but yeah, the traitor was a member of his squad. And so Finn was actually, I think they're saying like he was one of the more combat capable members of his squad. So it was a big deal to have them fighting because they were closest things to brother slash family he'd had growing up. Yeah. All right. Well, and then that, he got bowcaster. <laughs> yes, he did. Well, and that makes more sense, but I, I don't know. I just kind of look at it and I'm thinking, where could they have Used featured her. Phasma more? Yeah. And I think that... I that have the feeling she's been... going to come into play a lot in the next movie. I think, But to I be fair, so and, look and... at Boba Fett. What did he do? 
But it's true. He got eaten. Yeah, he got And eaten. how many he toys got, did he sell? He and how, dead. like, he was the most, I think he still is the most popular action figure sales-wise yeah, it's, it's, of all time. And he didn't... It's true. And I can still be disappointed that Boba no, Fett I, didn't get more screen time. I, I agree. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, I want her to get more screen time. But some people are saying she's, like, a crappy character. And I'm like, no, look at Boba Fett. No, no. Like, you can't yeah, like can't him and say she's right. crappy. I mean... Yeah. It, Phasma is one thing, but do not waste Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah. <laughs> that woman also, is a saint. Also, they have been releasing behind-the-scenes photos, so there's her yeah. with her hair and just in the Phasma, and that's such a good look, and I she's know. so badass. Yeah. Like, that woman. Oh, God. That I woman. don't think they will have her ever take the mask off in this, but I just want that in the movie because yeah. her face is just perfect for Phasma. Yeah, I, I do, too. And and it's that's one of those things, again, I'm just really excited for the next movie uh, in the series. The the Rogue One... Um, Again, I don't think there's I, enough info I, I, to Yeah, I just I don't of. know enough about it. I mean, I've played all the, you know, Rogue Squadron games and stuff like that. It's but, not anything about those. Yeah, but you can't really compare. Although, it will be it's, really cool to see that level of, um, of CG happening uh, with with X-Wings and more fighting and yeah. and, and more combat in, in air. Which hopefully they actually combat. have, because a lot of it's the reconnaissance of stealing the plans on this planet. Yeah. So I don't know how much, but... Well, either way, I mean, I just love seeing Star Wars. Yeah. Well, and seeing it's going to be the nitty-gritty without <laughs> the Force and without all that side, so it's going to be more of just, like, soldiers in a, the yeah. war setting than... Much less space wizards. Yeah. Well, that's one of the that's one of the things I, I really loved about the, uh, the Clone Wars TV show. Yeah, it's just uh, which the what I was fighting. trying to think of earlier is is the new Clone Wars TV show. Rebels, is it Rebels? Yeah, uh, is canon even though it yep. was made before they split canon. Well, during just during. yeah, no, it's still licensed. It's Dave <clears throat> Filoni and his team. Yeah, um, and and I, I mean, I just I've been playing the the old Star Wars. Um, you know, all, all the old games, and it's just been, I don't know, I'm getting my nostalgia on. That's true. <laughs> so, one random Star Wars side note that I just think is hilarious. Yes. Uh, Hux's, um, when Kylo Ren is interrogating Rey, you know, mm-hmm. he throws down his helmet in a box of sand. Yeah. Yeah, so the uh, unofficial canon that Pablo Hidalgo suggested is that is Hux's cat's Millicent litter box. <laughs> That's the... Oh, so if you go online, oh, look up Hux's cat Millicent, because um, he tried to come up with a British-sounding name, Millicent? and there's just all this artwork of it's a it's oh, a ginger no. cat and um, just of it like um, just pooping all around his helmet and stuff like that. And it's just it's hilarious <laughs> and it's unnecessary, unofficial canon, but it's also some of the best. So, uh, so so speaking of of his helmet, he it was pretty much left behind on that planet. Uh, as far as I can tell, he was dragged out of there bleeding from his face. He's gotta have multiple. He probably um, you'd have multiple. Well, if well, you wear one suit all the time, you have like. Well, here, here's the question Ooh, though: hope. Is he gonna have a? Is, do you think he's gonna have a new helmet? Oh, a maybe. New, or he's gonna have something that shows off the scar because they made it pretty. They made a pretty good point of like showing that he got a Vader. Star scar. Wars does like those weird half helmet things, Damn don't they? Skywalkers. Where they like cover half their face and all that junk. The pain brings him closer to the dark side. The pain, it does. Um, I've heard some rumors, uh, essentially, that he might graft some of uh, old Anakin's helmet into his Maybe. helmet, and he might. The structural his... integrity of that can't be great after can't all. Can't be great. <laughs> can't be great. Well, and I hear the life support systems are a little weak. Right. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. I'd be interested to see if they actually do a costume change because Vader. Uh, it didn't have a costume change throughout. Uh, well, technically, trilogy. each of his suit in each of the movies was different. Yeah, but it, like the buttons were different, the shape and size of the helmet were, were slightly, slightly different. Sl- slightly the capes different. Were made but, of different materials. But these are mostly just, just production different. differences. I, I mean, I'm sure there could have yeah. been some in-game stuff or in-game. Uh, I'm sure they've come in, up with reasons why it changed. And I know, like he's in stuff that's now Legends, had his armor damaged enough that he probably had to have p- bits and pieces completely rebuilt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it was probably just production stuff that they then came up with reasons for. You, you know, it would just make me happier is if uh, if Kylo Ren's cape was just, just a little longer, just just a little bit, so it didn't look like he's wearing a scarf. He's too tall. He's too tall. <laughs> it shrunk. <laughs> it's true. It's shrunk. Well, yeah. if you look... No, it was in the rain. People. You know, 
his uh, all of his clothes are based off the fact they're on an ice planet, so it's functional and warm. It, yeah, but wait, it's wait. functional too, costuming too in Star short. Wars? What exactly? Yeah, there oh, are no Rays. zippers though. I know there are no zippers. Uh, there are no zippers in Star Trek either. Gene Roddenberry is very adamant. Maybe that's one no of the things they can get licensing in, on. In if they Trek. have zippers on the fan film, it's not Star Trek. That's it. That would do that's it. That's how you do it. <laughs> zippers or buttons. There we go. Gene mm. uh, Roddenberry did not like modern fastening uh, apparatus. apparatus. Which led to such things as the Picard Maneuver. The Picard Maneuver. I'm not tough. familiar with what that is, but it sounds like a sex thing. You, so you whatever grab you would... your shirt with both hands in the front and you yank it down to straighten it out. Yep. For oh. those who can't see, because we're a radio show, guys. Well, I was getting to explaining it. <laughs> as yeah, Ian and when... Drake are both sitting there just fixing their shirts like this, like, what do you as, mean you don't know what it is? As I'm explaining it, but nobody let me get to it. That's You're true. The, the, the costume that they had would ride up all the time, so... Uh, whenever he would sit down, he would have to grab his his jacket and tuck Yank it down. down so it wasn't like up in his face. Yeah. Go look it up on YouTube. Yeah, look it up on YouTube. Of, an hour, of course, yeah, there is. It's 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 pretty great. I love it. Fair enough. Um. So, any any other things that you guys are excited about Star Wars coming up? Um, Poe Dameron comic I think is coming out early next month. I can't remember if it's a single issue, if they're doing a five-issue run. Um, same with Han Solo. I think that's a five-issue run, and that's in the future. There's a lot of good Star Wars comics now that Marvel has a license back, and they're coming out as canon. Wait, so, in the future? Yes. Han Solo? Yes. Uh, it takes place after Hope. New Hope. Okay. Not like... So, like, our not... Yeah. yeah. Well, it's in a galaxy far, far oh, away a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, the... Yeah. Really, yeah, no, like the, the current past. run is um, the current run called Star Wars is taking place after New Hope before Empire, okay. and so I think this is just specifically it's a Han and Chewie. Something about them having to enter a race. I think I can't remember the details, but sounds promising. Um, but there's just a lot of good Star Wars comics out right now in general. Yay! Nice. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. Need right. more of those. And I I do I hope to all. see a little bit more of Poe. In the next movie, too, because right? I, I really liked his character. They almost killed him off. Really? Like the original screenplay, he wasn't that... going to come back because he was just... Dead? Yeah, like, they was just going to write him off as being dead, but then they liked Oscar Isaac and his performance, and... Yeah. I, th- yeah, I, I think that would have taken some guts, I'm not sure but... how early a revision that was, but mm. one of them was... Well, yeah. we'll, have to, uh, we'll have to keep everybody up to date on that of course like we need to like like you nerds aren't gonna go watch but you're all gonna listen to our commentary on it anyway that's right we'll make you can't stop us well now i just want to quote kylo yeah i can take whatever i want i can (laughs) do it just a creepy uh do it yeah that was dark and then he couldn't (laughs) yeah (laughs) then that backfired quite literally so uh uh there there is one thing to say about kylo Ren, though. Mm-hmm. He did stop a blaster bolt with the Force. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. And I haven't seen anybody else do that. I've done it. <laughs> You've done it? Yeah? yeah? Like Once. Thursday? That's dark. <laughs> Have you not? <laughs> well, I didn't even know it was an option until yeah. I saw Ian Star Wars. doesn't get a lot of blaster bolts fired at him. I don't. He's usually, you know, in the ghillie suit in the corner with Drake. I don't know what you're talking I don't about. know what you're talking about. I've no, never when you been say in a ghillie suit the, the ghillie suit, are they sharing a ghillie suit? Yeah. We have done that. We have done that. that Not surprised. It worked. <laughs> all right. All right. That's oh, man. terrifying. <laughs> it's not terrifying. It's great. When you're on the other end of your blow darts. Yeah. And you're just like, the bush true. is firing at me. I can hear it. Ow. I just got hit by it. It's terrifying. Yeah. That's why our, you stay away from shrubs. Our, yeah. Our live characters love to use, use blow dart guns. Essentially, we just nerf darts that whistled at people, scared the crap out of everybody. Um, yep. but we can, we can actually, uh, we can actually talk about that, I think, uh, in an upcoming episode, uh, alternative LARP weapons that people might like. Yeah. Shillelaghs. Shillelaghs. St. Patrick's tomorrow, so that seems... I I have seen shillelaghs in, in LARP. Not real, like, not wood (laughs) shillelaghs. And batliths. And batliths. We have seen a massive... Batleth. Yeah, that thing is awful. Four times the size of a normal Batleth. We just had a huge thing on Star Trek, and you're asking this? 
Okay, for the record, (laughs) I have seen the newest two movies with Chris Pine, and that is it for Star Trek. I've never watched any of them. There were Batliths in the in the in in Tadar. It's about what maybe three feet long. It's shaped like a D. You grab the handle. You grab the middle. It's a it's It's a ancient Klingon weapon. Um, Yeah. don't know Spelled what it is. with too many apostrophes, right? Uh, go to... Uh, yeah. it, okay, that's why. I've read that, but I've never heard it pronounced. If, if you guys don't know what it is, uh, just go ahead and hop on the internet. Go to www.hereletmegoogletfouryou.com. <laughs> Type in Batleth, B-A-T, apostrophe L-E-T-H, I think. Sure. I don't know. I probably spelled that yep. wrong. I'm no, you yep, spelled that you're right. right. Star Trek nerd first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and uh, you'll, you'll see it. Okay. Uh, but until then, if you guys out there have any suggestions for show topics you want to hear us ramble on about for a half hour, uh, or you hear any new tech news or anything like that, feel free to drop us a line at saltygeekpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, now that we're back, we'd love to hear from everybody and, and get some input or comments, suggestions. Again, welcome to Dart. Hi. D'Artagnan. He's now our resident Wookiee. He's our resident Wookiee and amazing person. Yay. That's not the Wookiee impression (laughs) I was hoping for. (laughs) Very good. And on that note, we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 Now get the hell out.